from the Mercy One Studio. Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio and online at iowacatholicradio.com or the Iowa Catholic Radio app. This is Monsignor Frank Bugnano, Thought of the Week. Thought of the Week. And uh, we are in the midst of this pandemic. My gosh. And so here are some thoughts today for all you folks that are listening, uh, to uh, maybe see it through the lens of faith. How does that sound? Uh, might as well. How else are you going to look at it? Uh, so we're, we're, uh, that's what we, we are doing today. We, we are uh, enduring this COVID-19 pandemic. Obviously, we need to follow the guidelines given to us by our state governor and uh, the president, our federal-level lead, leaders, well, one uh, one guideline that they our leaders are giving us very wise is uh, social distancing. How about that? Six to seven feet apart from each other. But hey, folks, social distancing does not mean social disengagement. In fact, just the opposite. Especially now, we need to engage. <laughs> we need to support each other. We don't need to be within six feet of them, but we can engage other people. Uh, we need to strengthen our relationships. Uh, be, so be creative. Be proactive. Your family, your friends, your kids, your uncles, aunts, cousins, even though they may live in the other side of the country, New York or Seattle or San Francisco, wherever, uh, they need you. They need you more now more than ever. They may never say that. But they do, and so do you. You need them. So here's what I'm getting at. Uh, social distancing, you know, five feet at seven, seven to six, seven feet away. Social distancing does not mean social disengagement. Like I'm going to go off and be in, a, be in a, <laughs> a little monastery all by myself. No, 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 no. No, social distancing does not mean social disengagement. In fact, it means just the opposite. It means social engagement. Maybe more than ever. So, right now, a phone call right now can mean a lot. It really can. I mean, just, th- th- I bet you can think of, of a relative, a cousin, whom you haven't talked to for a long time. Uh, call them. May- maybe, here's something. Maybe it's someone that you've had a little distancing from. Maybe there's been a little, little uh uh, argument between you or misunderstanding of some type or other, but you call them and say, "Hey, just thought I'd give you a call. Uh, see how you're doing." Boy, I tell you what, that that can build a nice bridge with somebody else. So think about that. Yeah, let's uh, let's think about that. Um, now, another thing that, of course, we all are this way in this pandemic, COVID nineteen pandemic time of crisis, is any time of crisis. Guess what? We all tend to worry. Of course we worry. Everybody wakes up in the morning worrying, am I going to get this or what? So, no, so it's, it's, it's wise to plan ahead. Yeah, sure. Plan ahead. I'm going to plan how I'm going to stay distanced from people, plan how I'm going to wash things down uh, with my Clorox, uh, keep my hands washed with soap and water, etc. Okay, I'm, I'm going to plan ahead. That's good. But worrying doesn't do anything. No, it accomplishes. In fact, it can even 
weaken our immune system. Do you ever think about that? In fact, Jesus himself told people, do not worry. In fact, Jesus made a big point of that. You think of all the things he could have made a big point of, guess what? He he, he made a big point of, don't worry. Or like my grandmother say, don't you worry. It's what my grandma said from Italy, all right? Don't you worry. Yeah. So that's what Jesus said. And in fact, like I said before, he made a huge, huge point of this. If you can read about it, honestly, in the Gospel of, of St. Matthew, yeah, chapter 6, uh, Jesus noticed that his apostles and disciples and followers tended to worry about a lot of stuff. And he didn't like that. He said, he said wait a minute, depend on God. Who the heck do you think's in charge of this whole thing? God knows what's going on. He doesn't allow anything that he's not going to bring good out of, right? So what does Jesus say in Matthew chapter 6? He says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. Verse 25, do not worry about your life, what you are to eat or drink or, or, or don't worry about your body, what you're going to wear. Isn't life more important than the food? Isn't the body more important than the clothing around it? Look up at the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap, and they gather nothing into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds all those birds. Are you not worth more than the birds? And can any of you, by worrying about it, add one single moment to the span of your life? So why are you anxious about clothing or uh, that type of thing? Look at the flowers in, in the field, the beautiful flowers. They're not working or spinning. I'm telling you, not even Solomon in all of his splendor was clothed as beautiful as one of these lilies in the field. So if God so clothes the lilies of the field, which grow up today and tomorrow we throw them into the oven, won't he much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So don't worry. About, don't worry. Don't say, well, what are you going to eat? Or what are you going to drink? Or what are you going to wear? All these things the pagans are looking for. Your heavenly Father knows what you need, that you need all of them. He knows that. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Trust me, says Jesus, all these things will be given to you besides. So, Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for the day is its own evil. Just focus on today. So, Jesus made a huge point of that in Matthew's gospel. Don't worry. My gosh. Why? Do we have a reason? Yeah, your father knows what you need. Come on. He is a father. He's not some tyrant. He's a father. So trust him. That's what Jesus was getting at. Trust your heavenly father. Do what you need to do, of course. But trust him. Trust him. So we'll be back in just a moment. Monsignor Frank Bignano, Thought of the Week. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des DesMoines-DentalAssociates.com. Doing what is challenging because it's right. That's Blackbird Investments. In 2013, Blackbird Investments was born from the inspiration of St. Kevin. When it comes to building real estate, they look for creative solutions by forming strategic alliances, creating energy-efficient buildings, and engaging with local craftsmen. At its core, Blackbird Investments believes in giving buildings a new life. BlackbirdInvest.com Blackbird Investments. Doing what is challenging because it's right. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Information about Pharmatan and other products at ImogeneIngredients.com. Paul and Paul are members of St. Augustine's Knights of Columbus and encourage their brother knights to keep standing for their faith. This is Monsignor Frank Bagnano, Thought of the Week, and I'm um, trying to give some thoughts of how to look at this pandemic that we're all involved in right now. And looking at the scriptures, to look, we might as well look at history to see how pandemics or whatever they are, disasters have been handled before. We're not the, we're not the original. It happened before. And probably one of the best examples of this in the history of mankind is the 12th century before Christ. That's right, 12th century B.C. Uh, there was a great catastrophe that happened in the Middle East. It was called the Great Flood. The Great Flood. In fact, uh, archaeologists uh, in digging around in the Middle East have, have actually seen the silt. They, they know when it happened and how bad it was Earth when they dig down, 12th century before Christ. Well, there was a man who knew that this uh, catastrophe was on its way, and he carefully prepared for it. His name was Noah. God told him, said, Noah, you don't see it now. Trust me, Noah, trust me. It's going to be a huge flood. Better do something. So he built an ark, a huge ark. And uh, the ark uh, that he created is in, uh, you want to read about it, Genesis chapter 6, uh, chapter 6 and 7. What he does, he and God gives him the whole spec, specification of the ark. He said, uh, you're supposed to build it. Is uh, it shall be three hundred cubits with fifty with cubits, uh, and it, at the height of thirty cubits. Well, what is all that about? Hey, folks, that's those are the dimensions of the temple, the worship of God that they were to build centuries and centuries later. The temple was built after the specs of the ark. Why? <laughs> well, you got it. The ark was supposed to be a place of prayer. Yep. That's what God wanted to do. Noah, make your house out of this. He even told what kind of wood it was supposed to be. Uh, make your house out of this spe- special kind of wood, and uh, be sure to put all kinds of stuff in it. 
Uh, the gopher wood was going to be sealed with pitch to hold the planks together, covered with bitumen, which covered everything. He told them all that. First of all, because God wanted this ark to be sturdy and really float, you know. But second of all, he said, I'm not just want you just to stay alive. I want you to stay alive by turning, look up, look up at the sky, pray. In fact, he says, there has to be an opening at the top of the ark. Why? To look up, to see God, to see, hey, he's taking care of us. You know, I, I hope this flood is over. It's It's been a month now. We're still floating. I hope it, it ends soon. But anyway, so yeah, so it was a place of prayer. So what is, <laughs> let's get to the moral of the story here for you and me. Right. Uh, we're in this pandemic. Okay, go to the scriptures. What will I do? Duh, build an ark. What do you mean, build an ark? Make your home a place of prayer. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You have a roof over your head, right? Yeah. Pretend that there's a big hole in the roof. You can look up. Make it a place of prayer. You're looking up. Get the family together to pray. That's what Noah did. That's what Noah did. And he made it. His whole family made it. So sure, you can do that. And those planks in the ark, all those dozens of planks, those are like your the people in your family. But they're sealed together with pitch. Wow. Wow. What does that mean? Well, uh, the, the, the pitch is prayer, holding your family together in prayer. The family that prays together stays together. Remember that? The family that prays together stays together. So, yeah, as we pray as a family, however you want to do it, there's no magic way. It's just turning your mind and heart to God, reading a Bible or singing a hymn or uh, making spontaneous prayers, or just being quiet, just being silent around each other, thinking of God, read your scripture passage, everybody be quiet, just meditate, say the Lord's Prayer, whatever. If you have a prayer book, open it up. Read two or three. So what are you doing? You're putting the planks together, the pitch. It's, they're going to stick together by the Holy Spirit because you're invoking the Holy Spirit. You're looking up. Okay. And and then it says, uh, and it was uh, covered with, but human covered everything, made everything smooth. Well, what is that? Love. Uh-huh. Our family is going to be a place of love during this pandemic. Everybody is going to be loving. So, we can learn from history. We're not the first. This isn't the first rodeo or epidemic or pandemic or disaster. No, this is not the first catastrophe ever happened to the human race. There was another one. Noah and the Ark, the Great Flood, 12th century B.C., and we can read about it and learn from it. You don't have to be a genius to learn this stuff. Learn from it. Okay, what am I going to do? Number one, I'm going to make my house a temple a place of prayer. Going to do it. Number two, as a result, the planks in the, on, in the, on the floor, the, everybody in the house, are going to be next to each other. Number three, the pitch that glues them together is prayer together. Once a day, we're going to get together. We're going to watch it on TV or however you want to pray. you know. And then number four, we're going to love each other. We're going to try to go out of our way for each other. We're going to be especially sensitive to each other because we're real close together. We're going to try to really be patient with each other. Okay, now you've got the ark. Now you're not going to sink. You're going to be safe. Why? Because you were smart. 
like Noah was smart. You were you're smart, and you're putting God in charge, and you're invoking God's help and God's presence. Very smart. Will your boat? Will your boat float? Your family float? Yeah, no doubt about it, because you have faith and trust in God. So be like Noah. Read about Noah, chapter eight, chapter six and seven in the uh, book of Genesis. So this is Monsignor Frank Bignano. I'll be right back. I have another thought for you, how to endure this pandemic. Stay with us. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Information about Pharmatan and other products at ImogeneIngredients.com. Paul and Paul are members of St. Augustine's Knights of Columbus and encourage their brother knights to keep standing for their faith. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Father Kirby, pastor of St. Elizabeth Parish in Carlisle, will lead a 10-day pilgrimage to the Holy Land, August 3rd to the 12th. Walk where Jesus walked in Nazareth, Mount Tabor, the Jordan River, the Dead Sea, Jericho, Bethany, Bethlehem, and the Old City of Jerusalem. Learn more at crownofbethlehem.com. Crownofbethlehem.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Corel Contractor, serving Des Moines site work constructed needs for over 60 years, and the Iowa ENT Center, expert ear, nose, and throat care for adults and children. This is Monsignor Frank Bagnano, Thought of the Week, and we are in this pandemic. Yep, you got it. COVID-19, that's what it is, and uh, everybody is uh, a little bit uh, on their toes, a little frightened. Uh, We don't know when it's going to peak or go down or repeat itself, or when they're going to come out with a vaccine. It'll be a while, I think. So, uh, but what do we do? How do we think about this? My gosh, you know, I think people are wondering, well, how do I think about this? I've never been in this situation before. Well, first of all, um, every storm has a rainbow that, and there's a silver lining around those, uh, dark clouds up up there. And the, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic is, is the storm that we're having right now. You have school closings, internet instruction for college students, wage and salary employees are working from home. To everybody is under one roof. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're not gonna go outside or we, we just go outside for if we absolutely need to to go to the pharmacy or the grocery store or to maybe do something at work we gotta do and come back. Um 
But basically, we're all under one roof. But folks, guess what? That's the rainbow. That's the rainbow. Now is the time to visit. Now is the time to share thoughts, to listen, to tell stories about what Grandma used to do or say or whatever. It's time to appreciate one another. We, we run past each other all the time. We don't take time to look in each other's eyes and think about what is it? There's so much in that other person under my roof that I've never seen before. Wow, think about that. Now you're getting really into the, the truth of that human being under, under your roof. And so, heck, you know, we can pray together, of course, say the Lord's Prayer once a day, hold hands, say the Lord's Prayer once a day. Uh, we can play games uh, together, uh, play cards or whatever. Uh, we can laugh together. So, yeah, these are things we can do. Now is the time, folks. This is a rich time. Rainbow, rainbow. Think about that. Get your Bible out. Get your out your devotional prayers. Pray together. Wow, we've never done that. Well, you never had time to do it, or you never made time to do it. But now you got plenty of time to do it. And that's the rainbow, you bet. So, what do we do during this pandemic? Well, we can read things together. We can study together. We can have discussions together. We can share. We can enrich one another. So look for that rainbow over your house. Think about that. What is the rainbow? In fact, here, this, listen, folks, this is a really good prayer. Lord, show me the rainbow. You know what? You pray that prayer with sincerity and you pray it, you know, repeatedly, you know, and guess what? You're going to say, oh, oh, I get it, Lord. I get it. So this pandemic is something evil. Remember, God draws good out of evil. Remember what St. Augustine said? Somebody asked him, hey, hey, Augustine, if God is so good, why does he allow evil to happen? Remember what St. Augustine said? Great philosopher, great theologian. He said, well, it would take a lot of power of God to prevent evil. A lot of power to prevent evil. But it takes more power of God to allow the evil and bring good out of it. Yeah. He allowed Jesus to lie, to die on a cross. Whoa. How evil can things be? You know? Yeah. Right. And what happened? He brought good out of it. The resurrection. My gosh. Absolutely. So this pandemic is evil. No way, other way to describe it. It's evil. Physical evil. Can God bring good out of it? Uh-huh. I think so. Yeah. And he can bring out of good out of it for you, for you personally and for your family. More faith, more trust in God. What is the good? I'm getting to love my brother, my sister, my cousins more. I'm getting to appreciate more of that person down the street. I'm getting really discovering more about myself, how I can actually reach out and help people. I really feel sorry for people. Yeah, so I'm reaching out. That's the new me. So, yeah, with every storm, there's a rainbow. So look around. Look for that silver lining 
around those dark clouds. Look for that. Pray for it. Lord, show me the silver lining. I can't quite see it. Show it to me. He will. He will. And one day you'll go, oh, oh, I I see it, Lord. I see it. Yeah, you allow the good, but you're so powerful and so loving that you will draw good out of the evil. You'll make it work for our benefit and my family's benefit. So that's the way to look at this pandemic, folks. Yeah, make that act of faith, act of trust in the goodness of God. God is all powerful. We know that. But even more powerful, more than powerful, he's all good and he cares. (laughs) And he is with us. (laughs) And he's watching over us. And he's got a plan for everybody. He has got a plan. It's called his divine providence for everybody in your family and for you personally. So turn yourself over to the Lord. Make that act of trust. Lord, I trust in you. Remember what Augustine said. Yes, God allows evil. It would take a great act of power to stop it. But he says it's a greater act of power to let it go and draw good out of it. So do that. Pray. Open yourself up to the Lord. Open yourself up to each other. Look for that opportunity to help that person down the hallway or down next door that needs a little help, a little support, a nice smile, a little how are you today. Yeah, that's the new you. That's the new you. You and I are more loving than we thought we were. So that's today's Thought of the Week, Monsignor Frank Bignano. Join Iowa Catholic Radio every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. for Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Pugnano. Listen online at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app.